Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another brand new episode of the Nothing Important Podcast with your host, Matt Reyes. How the fuck are you doing today? Ah. Um, that was me just trying to get my energy up. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, it's like 7, 7.40 p.m. Why am I telling you the time? Because nobody fucking cares. And I, I, I think I'm relevant. I think I'm important. You know, I have these mass delusions in my brain that I'm being watched at all fucking times. I'm paranoid, man. No. Um, anybody ever saw that movie, The Fucking Truman Show? Great fucking movie, man. Once again, it, that you know, that movie is such a, a surreal concept, but um, it always begs to, to, to ask that question. I think I've asked this question before. Millions of people have asked this question, you know, kind of... Um, is, is life imitating art or is it the opposite? Is it vice versa? Is it art imitating life? You know, I don't know. I don't know. The inspiration behind that movie must have come from somebody's probably, you know, out-of-body experience of feeling like, you know, they're being watched. Maybe the director or the writer of that movie was paranoid. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but needless to say, if you have not seen that movie starring Jim Carrey, great fucking film. It's just so layered. Um, great acting, obviously, Jim Carrey's a genius, and um, it's a metaphor. You know, even if, it's not to say that fantastic reality is, is, is um, you know, possible. It's not to say, for anybody that didn't see it, the premise of the movie basically is this guy, and he has this life in this, uh, this town, and um, as he's growing older, he slowly comes to the realization that there's something odd about his life. It just feels externally controlled. It doesn't feel natural. There's no um, chaos in his reality. And it leads him to be very suspicious. And he comes to find out slowly that he's um, actually part of like this big fucking show. You know what I mean? It, it's, uh, it's incredible. And um, he's basically bound to his town geographically because the people who are directing this show, like they're literally watching everything from him when he was born to you know him being like you know a thirty some odd year old man, and um, they basically you know keep him where he's at with fear. They keep him in that confined geographical space with fear. Um, you know, it, it, just go check it out. You know, no synopsis is gonna fucking uh, explain what what you know the magnitude of that movie. I love that movie. I saw that when I was a young man. It's an incredible fucking movie. It's an incredible fucking movie. But I think about that man. I'm like. You know, what is, is that narcissism? Is that the, the, the kind of narcissistic quality that everybody has to some, some degree that they are being watched or that, you know, uh, that they matter that much, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is, uh, but we're not going to get down that rabbit hole. You know why? Cause it's September motherfucking 9th. I'm recording a podcast right now because tomorrow is my lady's birthday. Hallelujah. Another year, baby. Another year. My, my, my girl's getting old, man. 31 years old. 31. I always like to hold that over her head. She's like eight, eight or nine months older than me. And I just like fuck with her, you know? <laughs> you know, because I'm still the baby. I'm the spring chicken here, you know? Um, but yeah, man, uh, we're, we're going to celebrate a little bit. We got a kid, so it's not, it's not going to get crazy. It's not going to get fucking crazy. Um, maybe a little love making. Tune in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's interesting. Uh, 31 years old. Um, she's come a long way. She's come a long way. 
Yeah. Uh, what else is her birthday significant for? That date, September 10th. It's the day before probably the fucking most depressing day in, in, uh, in America, right? Or in New York. You know, not everybody fucking cares about 9-11, except... Uh, it's interesting, like, <laughs> conspiracy theorists in the South probably tend, or like Republicans, uh, super conspiratorial people that are like conservatives, they probably tend to like hate a place like New York City. Um, but they give a lot of energy to the to that 9-11 date. They, <laughs> they got a lot of questions about that fucking day. You know what I mean? They'll share our depression on that day, which um, that's a weird fucking event. But beside that, September 10th is my girl's birthday. It's the day before 9-11, the horrible fucking um, crazy, crazy travesty. And uh, it's also uh, going to be the harvest moon, the harvest moon. Um, now, I, I kind of pay attention to moon cycles. I do. I like to pay attention to moon cycles, and I do so because there's this concept um, that I heard about, probably heard it on another fucking podcast, about epigenetic memory. And that concept is like that throughout your life, the knowledge or memory or skill or talent you develop in your lifetime, the earned information or earned skill, like say I was born and I'm not a fucking athlete but I worked really fucking hard, you know, and I ate really well and I worked out my entire life that my child will somehow uh, bypass my natural set of genetics and inherit the work that I put in, which is an incredible fucking concept. You know, it kind of aligns with some superstitions like, you know, the, you hear that fucking shit Spanish people say in English. I think it means like, um, you know, the, the, the child inherits the sins of the father, all that type of shit. So it's just an interesting fucking esoteric thing that I like fucking thinking about. Um, but thinking along those lines, if we do inherit things from uh, our ancestors' behaviors or practices, you know, how many years until we evolve past, uh, you know, our ancestors who were pre-technology, who had to kind of like, you know, coincide very closely with the moon cycles or the sun cycles, you know, the equinox, um, just because of the way that they had to live. You know, this is pre-fucking Monsanto, right? This is is back when people had to, like, fucking farm and, um, you know, that shit mattered. Now nobody gives a fucking fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. It's, it's whatever time you want it to fucking be. We have, uh, we have shades and we have blinds. It doesn't fucking matter now. But, um, you know, before there was a Costco, before there was, like, big, big industries farming um, and, and GMO and all that shit, People had to pay attention closely to these moon cycles. There was some importance to it. And I think about that. Not to get too like fucking witchcrafty or like think about, you know, uh, spirituality. Just thinking about it in a logical sense like that. Maybe there's something to the changes in these times of year. And when these uh, particular dates come up that maybe they're not necessarily like uh, they don't have anything to do with the modern day. But they still affect us because of epigenetic memory, because our ancestors shifted their behavior, their mindsets. They got uh, ready to take harvest and to prep for the winter. You know, uh, once again, that's not really applicable nowadays. You, you can go to Costco any fucking time of the year. But uh, in the past, that's not how reality was. So I just take notice of that. And I like to sit back and observe. Um, this is once again a practice of I don't fucking know everything that's fucking going on. You know, I like to sit in my back porch and fucking suck a cigarette down and then scroll through my phone and try to get inspired. That's who the fuck I am. Judge me, baby. Um, yeah. Um, 
just just trying to learn learn things. That's it. So, you know, that's a little recommendation. You know, pay attention. Do your own homework. I'm not saying go to the fucking crystal shop. I'm not saying go to the fucking Santaria shop and go get you some candles and put up an epigy and pray to fucking uh, Demeter. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying fucking paint your nails and listen to Bad Bunny in the dark. That's not what I'm saying, you know? Um, but what I am saying is that it's just interesting to learn new things and to observe more. You know, I'm learning that lesson as I get older that I should be more fucking observant. Um, sometimes ego gets in the way. Sometimes your own personality gets in the way. And it, it, it inhibits you from sitting back and being humble for a moment and trying to learn uh from what is external, because uh, as a human being, and this, this applies to all of us, we are so microscopic in terms of the everything. And at the same time, once we accept that we're so small, I think that's what expands us past ourselves. I think that's what gives us our heights and allows us to, um, to grow to new levels, is once we, we understand that there is so much that we don't know and there is so much that we can't perceive and in that sense, you know, you should walk daily with the sense of uh, confidence. You know, don't let anybody take your confidence. I, I never let anybody take my confidence. Um, working on learning how to take a fucking joke, I am. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but, you know, apply a little bit more humbleness where it is applicable. Not to just fucking walk around with your head low, but to understand when things are... Um, admirable powers, you know, looking at the moon cycles and understanding that it shifts the tide and it controls um, through, you know, whatever fucking magnetic um, pull with, with the earth and, and the orbit of the, the planet around the sun and all that whole fucking big ass shit, you know, um, understand that you are just a witness of this and what can we derive? What lessons, what metaphors can we draw from this? What analogies can we draw from this to allow ourselves to, to grow? And to, to wake up more and more and expand our own consciousness. Am I being that fucking guy right now? Am I being that guy? Am I about to tell you your angel fucking numbers? And uh, turn over the tarot card? And break out the fucking Ouija board? And charge you $19.99 an hour? Am I going to be that fucking guy? Eh. You know? I'd rather be the fucking preacher. <laughs> I like that whole game that the church does. I like that better than you going into a basement and somebody breaks out a crystal ball. Uh, just because that is like, it's so upfront. It's so like, this is what this cost. And then, you know, somebody fakes being your grandma for a second. Oh, I love you from the other side. You know, in a church, that's bullshit. But, um, you know, at least they, they call it donations. You know, it's not, it's a requirement for you to get in heaven. But at least they call it a donation. You know, that's nice. Um, talking about that, man. I, I've said this before and I just find it so fucking hilarious. I find it so fucking hilarious. Uh, the other day, I, I might have said this story already, but... It's just so fucking profound to me, like that people do this. And, you know, maybe I do some shit that I'm not aware of. Um, so am, am I judging? Yes, I'm fucking judging. There was this young lady on the belt line. I'm out there with my family and um, she's just delivering the gospel in the worst fucking possible way. And I try to get it in my head. Like, you know, why do people do this shit? Why do people fucking do this shit? Why do they try to deliver information in an ineffective way? And maybe I can draw a lesson from that. But she has like a fucking, it's so stereotypical. Like she's... <laughs> Hair is tied back. She has glasses on. I don't think she needs them. She just fucking wears them to give the air of intellect. And she's screaming through a fucking me megaphone and she's pacing back and forth on the uh, on the Atlanta Beltline and uh, talking about how everybody's going to go to hell and we should stop our sinning. 
And I fucking think about that. I'm like, in her mind, does she think anybody's going to be like, you know what? You know, I wasn't fucking getting it before, but now that you're screaming it to me in public through a megaphone, ding dong, I fucking understand, you know, and, and go uh, get saved by Jesus. You know, I don't, I don't know. It's probably the same logic as like construction workers. That's real stereotypical, right? You know, construction worker with their hand in their pocket, rubbing their dickhead, waiting for a girl to walk by. My, <laughs> my fucking uncle Felix, my uncle Felix, this guy's a fucking character. He used to say the most disgusting shit to women. This is real fucking reality. This is like an old school Brooklyn, New York guy, Puerto Rican guy. I talked about him. He sounds like an old time New Yorker. That, that's fucking true. And he, he uh, he's a guy that calls me Matthews. He puts an S at the end of everything for no fucking reason. Matthews. And he, he was a, a, a demolition guy. And he would wait for fucking women to to walk by him. And he would just... <laughs> it'd be like 20 degrees out in New York. <laughs> he's such a fucking creep. And he would wait for the fucking woman to walk by He'd be like, oh, your pussy lips are frozen. Let me, let me throw them with my tongue. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I remember that guy fucking told me, man. He told me not to smoke cigarettes and I didn't fucking listen. Now look at me. Now fucking look at me. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been a motherfucking podcast. Check it out. Get on your Google fucking Chrome. Search it up. Go search it up. Everything I talked about. Talk, I'm talking about the Truman Show. Go see if people have cameras in your house. I'm trying to induce paranoia with all you fucking paranoid fucks. Um, and check out the Harvest Moon. You know what I mean? Go get you a little epigee and uh, praise Satan, right? No, don't do that. Um, maybe. No, don't do that. Um, yeah, anybody that is continually listening to the podcast, I do want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Um, Click all the links. Give me five stars on Spotify. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. We're going to keep this shit rocking. Until next time.